listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome back, Dad, to another podcast. Yes. How are you another doing? Week, another week in lockdown, unfortunately. But, but there are... In the, in the UK, anyway, signs now that it's beginning to mm, sort itself out. We're starting to ease those restrictions, aren't we? That's right. And it's welcome news, too. Yeah. Means that you can go down to the beach. We can. Do you know, uh, last couple of days, um, Imam and I have been, because we're only a few minutes from the beach anyway, so we always walk along the front. And I was expecting in the last couple of days, since this lockdown has been eased, for it to be crowded out. Nope. They're not they're not on the beach yet. It's a bit it cold. Might be, well, it might be the weather, yes. We've got a, an easterly wind at the moment, which is whistling around. And, of course, we're on the, uh, the east side, so we get it first. And uh, it's been pretty cold, so I'm not surprised. I think as soon as um, there's a hot day, that beach will be packed. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the first hot day, and then we'll see them. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know whether people will crowd on the. I think that the news was, was in the news. They were saying beaches are now going to be packed out, and people are going to be close together. And it's not going to happen. I think not, it, it's not going to that quick. I think it'll be less so because some people are, ha- are having to go back to work. Of course. That's so right. I think that I think it, it won't be as busy as as people are saying. The only thing we've got at the moment is the schools are, are still off, and uh, so there's a lot of children who will be um, pestering their parents. Oh, can we go to the beach, Mum? You know. Yeah. So the pe- the children will lead them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you'll have to give us an update next week of uh, of the beach situation. I will. Yes. A beach patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, so this week got a couple of talking points, uh, a couple of emails come in I want to mention. Um, but let's talk about what you, you've been working on, Dad, because you've uh, started a new set of pictures. I, I have, yeah, and I think people are going to like them too, Steve. Um, the idea came from to me from, remember the uh, the... the the Labrador, the black Labrador we did last year, it was on blue pastel map paper. And yeah. uh, it was an experiment, really, to see how it worked. And it worked out really well. People and loved I, it. Mm, and I enjoyed doing it, too. So I thought, I wonder if I could do something like that again. Then I came across, I was going through Pixabay, because I get a lot of inspiration from that um, website. And I, I saw the I saw uh, the lady, a lady, first of all. And I thought... Uh, it was just didn't see very much at all. It was just hair and a silhouette, and I thought that would look nice. So I started doing that, and I adapted it, and I adapted it, uh, made it more uh, artistic, if you know what I mean. It was very artistic to start with, but I wanted to put a little bit more into it, and I was very pleased with that. Showed it to you, and uh, you thought how nice it was and how different it was. So I thought, well, let's do a few more, and I've done a few more. So it it was it it came to me that what I didn't I didn't want to do it on blue again. So what could I use? Well, you know, my dark grey is my favourite at the moment, apart from the sand. And I've done a lot on the dark grey, and it responds very well. That's dark grey pastel mat. So I'll do it on dark grey, but then I thought I I. 
can't use color really. So I've got to use either a black and white or a sepia or something like that. What I I found it was four pastel pencils. I experimented quite a lot on spare paper just to play with it really, and I found four pencils which I thought would work, and they did. Now the four pencils are white, and I use the one hundred and one um, Faber Castell white, and then I used another. Uh, Great. What I wanted to do, I didn't want to make it blue. I wanted to keep it uh, earthy. So therefore, I used the light grey 270 in um, Faber. But the search went from there. It went on to finding another couple of colours. And uh, do you know, I spent ages. Do you know, I've got You've the got whole... a lot to choose from. Oh, gosh, I was sport for choice, really, Steve. And I went through the whole lot just looking at complementary colours that I could use. I, I wanted to keep the uh, pencil range very simple. I didn't want to make it too complicated, and I didn't want to put any colour in it. So eventually I came across uh, 229 in Creta colour. They call it brown-grey. That's the actual dis- description of it, brown-grey. And I thought, that could be rather nice, because brown and grey, if you put the two together, it's a bit like um, it was very similar to the Bista of um, Carbothello, but not not as brown. It was more blacky grey. Yeah. Anyway, I used that. Then I wanted a complementary colour, a darker colour. Now, the only darker colour you can use is black, really. And uh, I tried several blacks, and I've got four blacks in the, uh, you know, Faber, Craticolor. Karen Dash and uh, Carbothello. And the one that suited it best was the Creta colour again, funny oh, enough. Really? Mm. But it worked well because I had the two Creta colours and two Faber Castells. Yeah. And the combination is exquisite. Not only combined, of course, with the dark grey paper, you can imagine that pastel paper as well. And you put the four elements together. It worked lovely. Not only does it look good, but it feels lovely when you're doing it. Yeah. My finger, I use that to, to, to blend, and uh, I use the colour shapers. So I had all the tools at my command, and um, I produced the first picture, which I was very pleased with. And subsequently, um, the other pictures that I'm still working on now, uh, are coming up really well. We'll probably have four or five, I think, by the time I finish. So, why didn't? A couple of questions. Why didn't you use anthracite paper? Ah, that's a that is a very good question. Anthracite would be too difficult to get the lighter colours to respond. The dark grey was perfect for it, as you know. I mean, I've I've used dark grey quite a lot with um, with pictures now. And the, the lighter colours went on really well. If you put the light colours on uh, anthracite, it's too um, it's too dark. It, it doesn't respond. I tried it. I tried the different papers. Uh, but that was the one that, uh, the dark grey was the one that responded well. And when something works, Steve, you don't you don't question it. Yeah. So the these are grey tone uh, sort of, grey tone pictures in shadow on dark grey uh, pastel mat mm. with four four pencils mm. um, 
Sorry, Steve, I was going to say to you that you, the dark grey pastel mat, I feel, is, is, has got a kind of a brownie, warmish tint to it. I think, yeah, it's, you're right there, yeah, because uh, a lot not, of people have said it's, it's not quite dark grey. That's right. As you would picture in your head. That's right. Yeah. This is why this is why when I experimented with it, it worked so well with that brown grey. So even though two, two sorry, two two nine. So even though they're they're grey tone pictures, there's an, a hue. There's got to be some kind mm. of hue to it that is mm-hmm. warm in a bias mm. of cold to warm. And I tell you another secret which you don't know, and no one else knows, but they are gonna know now. I wanted to the, some some of them were black and white. They were just black and white pictures, right? They weren't grey tones or brown tones or anything. It was black and white. So what I did, I put I put them on my computer, the picture, the black and white picture on my computer. And what I did, I went to my um, palette. I've got a palette on it that gives me different tones. And there's one that had a, a kind of sepiary, grayish, sepiary tone. So I picked that and printed it out like that. So I had already a kind of idea of what it was going to look like. So you took the grey tone picture and you warmed it up a bit. That's what I did. And then you and then you copied from that. I did. And it, it, it kind of, it, it didn't come out quite the same. But it was better than working on a black and white. I could have worked on black and white, and I fully intended to to start with. I just thought, can I give myself a little bit of a help here? Yeah. And it did. Yeah. Yeah. So there we are. Brilliant. Another little secret people can do. Wonderful technology we have nowadays, you see. The other question I have then uh, is what colour shapers were you using? Right. Uh, I used four. I used the two, uh, the... Pointed ivory colour shaper. Yeah. The flat number two ivory colour shaper. And the same in the grey. So exactly the same. So the pointed colour shaper and the uh, flat number two colour shaper in grey. So it's grey and ivory. Four. That's all I use. When I say all I use, if people haven't got them, they could probably get away with um, either or. So when you started the girl, you said you started off, well, you told me that you had five originally and then you took one away. I did. That's right. When I first started, I did have, I can't remember what it was now. It was, it was a gray, another grey. And I, I started it off and I thought, uh, hang on, this, why do I want five? Did when you just four not need two? it? I, it was, didn't need it, no. It, 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 it was just surplus to requirements. That often happens though when I'm working. I'm thinking, do I need, do I need all these pencils? Because I thought four, I thought five was good, but four would be better. Yeah. Too light, too dark. Yeah, amazing. And the, and and the other thing about the um, the grey that the two two nine grey is when you you can put that on top of the light grey two seventy lightly just a touch, and you, you, you can create another colour. Not colour, another tone, should I say, not colour. Uh, so it's wonderful. I think people are going to love them. They're going to love them. The, the visual um, effect 
is going to be stunning. People, you know that because you've showed people, and I've showed people here, and they go, "Wow, that is fantastic." So you've got that factor. It's quite easy to do. I wouldn't say it's that hard. I'm putting them. I'm putting them in a intermediary category. Uh, so people who haven't uh, who are starting out probably might find them a, a little tricky because you're using the grey pastel map, yeah. As opposed to, it will probably still work on sand coloured on grey, but I don't think it would work as well. Yeah, yeah. Is that because the is that because of the amount of pastel that you're putting on? Because mm. it's dark. Because mm. as you said before, with the sand on grey, it takes to get that that level of darkness on the paper it takes a lot of pastel hmm. um, yes it is that that's true but but um where it scores with pastel mat is because because i'm using a lot of shadow and i'm putting the shadow in at the same time as i'm putting the um detail in it's it's some and some you know yeah usually i do the um, main structure of the picture first image and then I complete the background afterwards doesn't work here because you need the contrast straight away right at the, at, at the word go yeah. and therefore what you're doing is you're working your light colours then you bring your darker colours into that then you bring your background into it and then you have to put the light colours into the background that's light over the top of dark and that that kind of breaks our rule, doesn't it, normally? But this works because we're working on grey tones. So, first of all, you haven't got to worry about colour. Yeah. And by by having that pastel map advantage, really, you, you're able to put the light colour back into the um, light. I mean, the light, uh, one of the pictures, I've got a whisker. Now, a white whisker going over black. Can How you imagine? You How do you do that? Ah, you have to wait and see. <laughs> no, but seriously, it works because the old adage of sharp pencil, zipping it in, and the fact that you've got pastel mat. Yeah. So uh, the combination of those three things, and you, you've seen it, so you know it does work Yeah. really well. But that's like an extreme. But if you want to, but there's a much more subtle uh, subtle than that. Uh, so I think people are going to be absolutely gobsmacked when they see these. Yeah. Well, we're going to be putting the pictures on our Instagram account so people can see the work that you've been doing. Um, oh, good. But it will be a, a little while before they go up on the website, probably mostly because we've got such a huge backlog. Um, but also um, it's getting down to see you and picking up the footage. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So I know. It's, um, it's, it's finding it a bit tricky at the moment to get it out there, but we still wanted to talk about it and show you the work that's been done so you can mm. get excited for what's coming up. I think, I think they can because once it's another string to our bow, really, Steve. I mean, I've done quite a few now of um, coloured pictures that of a similar vein, there's a dog coming up, there's a cat coming up, that uh, have uh, got. I, I think we we have we shown. I don't think we've shown these. We showed them on Instagram, or or one of them. And anyway, the cat went on Instagram. I think that was the cat in shadow. 
Because I somebody commented on it, so I know I know it's been seen somewhere. <laughs> how how do you how did you oh, get that yes. out of focus that one, look? That one. That's the one. Yeah. How did you get that? They were absolutely gobsmacked. How did you do that? How, how do you do? Well, they find out when they see it. Uh, actually, this actually, I was going to say, actually, silly me. We've been talking about these, but the girl that you did. The girl is already on Instagram. People have seen. Oh, is that. it? Ah, oh, oh, of course it is. Oh, oh well, silly me. That was that was March. Go. That was that went up. Switch over to Instagram, folks. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it, uh, we're talking about it as if it's new new information. But in March, I put that up. So there you go. But. They haven't seen the other ones that you've done. They haven't seen, they haven't seen the a, man yet. You've done, yeah, you've done a man and you've done uh, a, dog, a dog you've done a cat. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's... And there's another portrait coming yeah. as well. I haven't yeah. started that yet. But So we're right, I'm right, I'm on the tail end of it now, but yeah. uh, I, I love I love it so much. I've had to order another pencil from you, which yeah. I'm expecting any time now, yes. <laughs> because I, I, I use so much of that 229. And I had two of them as well, not one of them. Wow. And I've, I've, I'm, I'm half, I've got half a pencil left. Wow. There you go. So, so people, people, but fortunately, the Creta Color is a very inexpensive pencil compared to the others. So, yeah. if it was Caran d'Ache, well, you know, that's, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a very, four pencils, for goodness sake. How can you go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Fab. Okay, so let's move on to a couple of emails and questions that have come in. Um, this first one's from Marcia. Um, Marcia says, Hi, Stephen Colin. I hope you're both staying well during these troubling times. I pray that all is well with you because you're helping so many people, whether you realise it or not. You and your lessons have helped keep me sane for the last two months. I have not missed a single day of drawing since the quarantine began. I just wanted to mention a tip if anyone is having trouble with masking tape ripping their engre paper. I just discovered something that helps. It's a rather common sense sort of thing, so maybe it's silly to mention it, but some people may not think of it. Every time I start a new picture, before I put the masking tape around the edges of the paper, I take each piece of tape and stick it to my table and then rip it off. I do this about three times per each piece of tape and then I place it on the paper. It just reduces some of the stickiness and helps it later on with the removal. I hope that helps. Thanks again for all you do. Oh, that's good. What a good tip. Yeah. Yeah, we've had some people that have said in the past that their masking tape has been so sticky that <laughs> it is ripped the paper. So that was a good tip, I thought. It is. It, it, funny enough, um, if you use the pastelmat paper and you put the I've got a I've got a very good masking tape and I got it from the internet. And that sticks brilliantly. However, if you use if you use a a lighter tape, the pastel mat can lift it off the board. Really? Because it's mm. thicker. It's almost because it's thicker. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. But the tape I use is great. So you wouldn't have to do that with the pastel mat. Mm. I, I haven't had to. But by using that same tape, which I have done uh, when I did the starter packs fairly recently, I had to use my same tape for that. That you had to be very careful because that could take some of the paper off. So it's absolutely right, Master's absolutely right. It can be a problem. 
Yeah. But doing finding a way of doing that is absolutely fine. Yeah. Good tip. Good tip. Okay, uh, next email from Karen. Karen's been attempting some of the lessons where you've used polychromos sticks, and mm-hmm. she was looking at the basic set, and some of the colours are quite vibrant. Now, Karen's asking if she was to buy individual polychromos pastel sticks for the classes. Are there any ones in particular that we could suggest? Right. And we gave we, we give a list, but... I, I would take take a minute or two to talk about that if yeah. I can. One of the things I always advocate is yes, if you buy a whole range of polychromos, you're not going to use them all. I probably would over a period of time, but other people might not. So I can understand where they're coming from. But what I would probably suggest you do is to buy a basic set to start with. That's what I would recommend, just a basic set of uh, polychromos, because you've got all the colours in there. Even if it was only 12, or mm. 24 would be better, but say 12. And that gives you your, your basic colours. And then buy all, on top of that. That's one way of doing it, you know, buy you know, colours that suit you. Um, but the colours I selected, you, bear in mind, generally speaking – I only use the polychromos for backgrounds or sometimes, you know, I, I, I would include them in in a picture. But it's not often I do that because the pastel pencil is man enough to do the job. Yeah. So it's backgrounds where I use sticks. And I only use polychromos, one, because they're slightly softer than the uh, pastel pencil. So it's a bit, a bit more pigment, a bit more brightness to them and secondly they're sticks which is easier for me to use when i'm doing larger areas yeah so you know what we we've done here in this situation we did give the basic colors that i use but those colors will be based on backgrounds yeah mainly because that's what i use yeah so i saw that you did uh, recently i was looking at this clip where you you touched in a bit of white polychromos stick to the waves in the lighthouse. Seaside, That's right. Which absolutely is a really interesting observation mm-hmm. of how else you can use polychromos sticks to just add a That's touch a, of vibrancy. That's right. It, it, it's when you want that little bit of brightness that uh, you can't get. And would you say that's more likely to be done on pastel mat because, um, or, or because you have so much pastel down? that the mm. polychromic stick doesn't mark the paper. That's true. That's true. With, the, with Ongre, when you use um, the polychromos on Ongre, you can get marks. You do get marks. If you don't have a cushion. If you don't have a cushion. cushion. Of, yeah. that's, that's right. Now, as far as pastel mats are concerned, that's not quite so bad, to be honest, but I would always still put a base of uh, pastel pencil down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you'll see me ever do a pastel without that. The only time I do is if I'm doing a, a, a polychromos pastel or stick pastel picture, which we've done a few now, yeah. just on their own. But that usually is um, – it's, it's not quite as uh, – especially with animals or human portraits. It works slightly differently there. Yeah. But generally speaking, I would use uh, – a, 
a ground colour or a ground base of pastel pencil. Yeah. Okay, well, just for anyone else listening that might be wondering what colours we suggested for Karen, I'm going to read them out here. Now, I'm going to read out these are the colour numbers uh, for the Faber-Castell Polychromos range. So uh, feel free to grab a pen and paper if you want to write these down or you can listen back later. I'll give you a second to get a pen and paper ready. I've got mine ready, Steve. (laughs) Or if you can remember them. Here we go. So you've got 101. 103, 160, there is, but what you'll find, there's no yellows in that and no bright greens in that because you don't really want that kind of thing if you're doing backgrounds. However, if you were to buy a basic set, they would have all those colours in there, but they wouldn't have the colours I've well, they would have the white, but uh, they wouldn't have most of those colours wouldn't be there in a, yeah. in a basic set. So what I'm saying is the basic set gives you um, all those primary colours, colours, aren't they? They're the primary colours Prim- that you, primary that you colours. see, in, especially in the 12th set. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then buy the other ones. Yes, yes, I think that would, that would be a good idea. Well, there's, yeah. if I've counted it correctly, there's 16 there, is there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 colours there. So yep. it's not too bad an investment if you're getting just those. Um or even those on top of a, a small set would be, you know, because some of those will be in the set. I think probably in a situation like that, I've covered some of the good colours there. Um, I think a basic set of twelve would be enough to start with. Yeah, that would give you that would give you a good range of colours then. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thanks, Karen, and thanks, Marcia, for your emails. Uh, if you have an email for us that you want us to cover on the podcast, then do send it over to us. Um, thanks, Dad, for giving us all those tips and talking about your pictures. It's all right. Um, Pleasure. We'll leave it there. So thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.